T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, eight minutes after uh, three at News Radio 930 WBEN. I uh, certainly hope uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband has a full recovery, but it also goes to show you he was attacked with a hammer. So if, if you have evil intent, anything you can possibly think of can be used as a, a weapon, a hammer, an axe, anything you can buy at a local hardware store. You can use it to inflict grievous bodily harm on somebody if you are so inclined. It isn't the tool. It's the person with the tool who decides for what it is going to be used. And again, certainly wish a full recovery to Mr. Pelosi. Now, it is 8.03.09.30. This is what you, and I have to confess, I, wait for all year long. It is the Bowerly Ghost Show. It's a tradition. It's a tradition that must be upheld. Your ghost stories at 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And if you're just joining us, another year has gone by, and I still have not seen a ghost. Ghosts don't like me. Skunks love me. Every time a skunk is in my backyard, those things will try to walk right up to me. I must be very attractive to skunks. But I know now to use my gentle inside voice to tell them, no, you don't want to get too close to me. Go away, Mr. Skunk. And they just they just walk away. They're very docile. Let's go to uh, Joe in Niagara Falls. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. Yes, uh, sir. I'll tell you my story. Uh, back in ni- I graduated in 79. Back in 1980, uh, ACDC Back in Black album came out, so I bought it, and um, I bought the cassette, and me and my girlfriend and uh, another friend of mine, uh, we pulled into the cemetery uh, over uh, on Route 31 here in the town of Lewiston, and I'd been going there frequently. I mean, I went there every once in a while. We got us a couple beers, and we were sitting back there listening uh, to the cassette, and uh, all of a sudden, back of my truck literally squatted down I would have to guess at least a foot. It felt like somebody dumped uh, half a ton or a ton of stuff into the back of it. So immediately I thought to myself, somebody must have uh, jumped in it or something happened. I didn't really know what happened. So I jumped out the driver's side. My friend jumped out the passenger side. And uh, in the cemetery, it has a U-shaped driveway. And uh, if you go past uh, to the back of the U, there's no graves back there, but the grass it was all smooth cut, like the golf course, actually. It's right next to uh, Reservoir Hill, Power Projects. So I jumped out. My friend uh, jumps out. We're looking around, and we didn't see anything. 
And then, I don't know, I didn't say, he didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I didn't know what to think. So I hopped back in the truck, and, and Debbie says, well, let's go. And, uh, I, you know, we all decided it was a good time to go. So I started my truck up, and it was uh, three speed on the column. And uh, I pulled it forward to put it down in gear, and I let the clutch out. And the clutch just started slipping, and the truck didn't move. But the engine didn't stall out. So I, I didn't realize what was going on. I was still kind of a little dumbfounded. So I put it back in neutral, and I pulled it down again, and I gave it a little more gas, and I let the clutch out, and it still it was stuck. And then all of a sudden, it just boom, it released. And uh, we got out of there, and uh, I actually never never really went back there after that. And that was a long time ago. And uh, At least Highway to Hell wasn't playing. No, no, it was uh, after that, back in black. Different right. singer. Right. So I... I um. I didn't know. Uh, I I haven't seen. I didn't see her in a long time. She was my high school sweetheart. We're, and uh, I seen her about five years ago. She came up in the town to visit her dad, and I talked to her for about ten fifteen minutes at a friend's house. And that's immediately that's what she brought up. And uh, I never could explain it. I don't know what happened. I've never seen anything since. I didn't see anything there. But. Uh, well, let's actually, let's just talk about this for just a moment. First of all, you you felt the back of the truck uh, fall at least a foot. Then, as you're trying to drive the truck away, you're having a hard time getting it to do anything in first gear. Correct? Yeah, it wouldn't move at all. So, is uh, it possible that it was a mechanical issue with the truck that was responsible for both the feeling of weight in the back and the transmission issue? Um. I, I I would almost think that if there was a, a mechanical issue in a standard transmission, uh, I guess that's possible, but it's, I would say it's very highly unlikely. And as far as the uh, truck squatting in the back, uh, this was uh, this was in a warm summer night, windows down, no wind. Uh, I don't I still can't explain it. There was no graves next to us. We actually drove through the graves to get to the back area there. Right. And uh, I, I really, I, I have no explanation for it. I, I built my, I built my home actually about a quarter mile from that cemetery uh, 30 years ago, and uh, to this day, when I go by there with my ATV to ride, I, I go way around it. That's it. Oh, I see. I'd, I'd go, I'd go back to where I, where that happened every single time, man. I mean, if something like that happened to me, I would, I would be there constantly. Um, I, I thank you very much, Joe, for the phone call. And you know what? I'm going to put the question out there to any mechanics of trucks. Uh, would a transmission issue cause the back of a pickup truck to sink about a foot? I, I'm just asking. I, I don't think it's likely, but I'm not Joe Mechanic here. I'm not Lauren Fix, uh, who will now be told that her name was mentioned on the radio. Uh, but anyway, uh, thank you very much for the call. Thank, okay. thank you. Yeah, cemeteries um, Cemeteries are very, I love, I've always loved cemeteries. As far back as I can remember, I've enjoyed cemeteries. And then, you know, as a teenage uh, man or a teenage boy at one point, let me just tell you that the best place to make out was a cemetery. Oh, it sounds gruesome. It sounds awful. But it's privacy. Nobody is going to bother you. Pick the right area and you are good to go. In fact... I know a very famous Buffalonian who uh, used to go to a very big local cemetery and sunbathe naked. Sunbathe naked, you heard me correct. Not I, not I, but you would know the name, maybe. Some people know of whom I am speaking. All right, your ghost story, 
803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Again, any story that starts off with, I was asleep and, eh. any story that says, I have a photograph and there's an orb, eh. Yeah, I'm just, I'm sorry. I just, I can't, I can't go there because there are so many awesome ghost stories out there. I want the ones that really are going to be hard to explain. I mean, I might try, but my explanation might be lame like every other part of my life. Here is uh, Paul in uh, Buffalo. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hey, Tom. This is Paul. Yes, sir. Uh, long time fan. Long time fan. Been listening a long time. Been waiting to tell you the story for forever. Um, I worked for a major pool company, and uh, I had to run the gas line through a basement. It was a house in Williamsville, an older house. And because the meter's in the basement, I had to bring the gas line out for the pool heater. Anyway, uh, the lady said, there's no one home, but I'll be home at lunchtime. And I got the dogs locked up in the kitchen in case you have to go upstairs for anything. I was like, do you have any pilot lights upstairs? No. Okay, no, I don't have to go up there. So I'm working down about 10 o'clock in the morning or so. I hear the dogs shuffling around because she had them locked up in the kitchen. Then a little later, I hear an old man coughing from a different part of the house. I mean, it was a, 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 that kind of a cough. And I was like, what? And then 95 minutes later, I heard a, the cough again. And then the dogs started shuffling around. I was like, oh, well, she told me there was no one home. Maybe she... You know, embarrassing. Maybe it was an invalid guy or something, right? So she came home at lunchtime, and I told her the story, and her eyes just got real big. And she said that this was her dad's house, and he died six months ago, and he was a smoker. <laughs> I was like, wow. So and and what like, what did he did he die of a respiratory illness? Um, she didn't say that. She just said he died and he was a smoker, and that, that's kind of like what I heard was an old man coughing, and then oh. she said to me that. Her exact words, and maybe this was his way of looking down on me and saying that it was okay what she was doing huh. in the pool. Builder, that, you know, that's really yeah. that, see that that's an interesting story because sometimes you see ghosts, sometimes you hear things that might be ghosts, and there's no way it was the dog. No, it comes from dogs locked up in the kitchen. I can hear them shuffling around periodically. This came from a different side of the house, and it was distinctive. An old man coughing. Oh, that is that is. Super cool. Yeah. Did you get any freaky feelings inside of you? Did you? Did the hair on your arms no. go up? No, nothing like that. But the concrete guys were out there doing the deck for the pool, and when I told them, they just laughed at me. Ah, ha, ha. But when the lady came home with Ron lunch, they didn't have nothing to say when, when, after she said what she said, you know? That's uh, that's a really cool story. I've got, I'm trying to think of a logical explanation. I can't think of a logical explanation at all. I mean, unless she had a radio on the all-cough network, I doubt it. No, no, I don't think so, no. All right. That's that's very cool. Right. Thank you uh, for calling, Paul. Yeah, many okay. of you, and again, many of you in, uh, you know, if I run into you in public, will talk about uh, ghost shows and how much you love the ghost shows. And, hey, I've got a story I want to tell you on the ghost show. And this is the day to do it because uh, I'm, I'm not even sure if I'm going to be here on Monday and it has everything to do with uh, jury duty, nothing else. I may be here on Monday, but I might not be here on Monday. So this is the best bet I can come up with if I'm to honor my commitment to you. 803-0930-STAR-930-1800-616-WBEN. 930 Dino is in Amherst. Dino, you're on. Hello. Hey, Tom. How are you? Yes, sir. I love this show. I love this show. You know, everybody everybody does. I don't usually do four yeah. hours on one topic, but everybody, this is what people want all year long. So I'm giving them what they want. This, this is awesome. Um, I actually worked for the uh, Village newspaper in Williamsville for probably 40 years. Um, so there's a printing press, which is in the basement, and I've been printing down there since I was probably 20 years old. 
and I'm now 61. So over the years, I've been in there many a times by myself in the basement, and uh, I'm in a lighted room. But as you look down the hallway, there are it's just darkness. So I have to go through there to get out in and out of the building. So I would see images of a small child that would, I would see it out of the corner of my eye, and as soon as I would go and look at the doorway, the head would pop out of the way. I've seen images where it would walk back and forth across the doorway, only shadows, like black shadows, nothing distinct, anything like that. Um, Small dog, I've seen a, a dog where it would be standing there, again, out of the side of my eye, and I would look, and as soon as I would turn my head to look, it would move out of the way. But the best experience I ever had was I was down there. <laughs> I'm laughing. I was down there one Sunday morning, and the radio was on very loud, and I was listening to some talk show. And all of a sudden, I was sitting in the chair watching the press, and I hear in my right ear so distinct a woman's voice go, ha, ha, ha. Well, I thought somebody was in the room and playing a joke on me, and I, like, moved my head forward and turned around, and there was nobody there. Could you feel any breath with the ha-ha-ha? Could you feel any breath? No, nothing, but I knew it was a distinct female voice. That was a distinct female voice. Now, the building building you're talking about, the building you're talking about is on Main Street in Williamsville, right? Correct, yes. Now, um, Main Street in Williamsville has been around for a long time. Have you uh, bothered to look to see what was located on the site of the uh, of the newspaper group for which you worked before that building was put up? Well, I knew a family lived up there. In, in that building? Yes. Before it was a com- before it was commercially. Uh, Oh, that is super cool. Um, do you know when the building was built? Because I drive by it every day, but I couldn't tell you when it was built. I don't offhand. I'd, I'd really be guessing. I do not know. As you know, the village of Williamsville, is, uh, it's, it's a place of old European habitation. And it really swelled in the winter of 1814 because basically a large group of the American army was garrisoned at Williamsville, although not where you think it was garrisoned. Um, the sign is wrong. It's totally the wrong location. But uh, anyway, sorry not to get into the weeds here. But, That's okay. Uh, but the people, like where, where you work... Um, there was uh, a in the general area. There was a an army barracks at one point, complete with a parade ground. And near where you work, people used to be shot or hanged for desertion by the army or whatever offense was capital offense back then. But I I just wonder so much. And, and you're seeing ghostly. When, when's the last sighting that you had? Oh, probably two years ago. And was that the dog, the kid, or was that the woman going ha, ha, ha oh, in your ear? No, the, the ha, ha, ha in my ear was probably three years ago. But I've been, I've been in the building before where I'm coming out of the basement, and they're all concrete steps. And there is a, uh, a hallway that goes to the second floor, and they're all wooden steps. And I'll hear somebody walking down the steps thinking that when I get to the top of the steps that I'm going to see somebody, and there's nobody there. And then when I walk into the downstairs area where the the punch clock is, um, a lot of times the stairway or the hallway upstairs is right above there, and you can hear 
footsteps walking, and I know there's nobody else in the building. And it's not a house settling. It sounds like footsteps. No. There, there is a difference. Absolutely not. I oh, wonder, no, no, no. I wonder if the local ghost hunters, I wonder if the local ghost hunters would come to your place and do uh, an investigation, see if they caught anything paranormally going on. Did you, just out of curiosity, when the woman's voice went ha, ha, ha in your ear, did you say anything? I kind of jumped. No, I just was like shocked that I had heard it. And I, I lurched forward like somebody was directly behind me. Oh, and I turned around to look. And I just was, like, amazed that there was nobody there. That's how crisp and distinct the voice was. You know, I, I would like to think I would have said something like, you know what, whatever you find is funny, I'd probably find funny, too. Why don't you materialize and we can talk about it? <laughs> but that's, exactly. just, that's just me. They don't... Exactly. That, that's a really interesting story. And now I want to, uh, I mean, you won't get in trouble if I say the name of the place, will you? Absolutely not. I just didn't want to get you in trouble. No, no, it's it's the B newspaper building, right? Correct. Yes, that's all you got to do is contact uh, Trey, and I'm sure he would uh, he would allow you to go in there. Well, all right, go, local ghost hunters, uh, you might want to get in contact with the uh, the B newspaper group on Main Street, see if they'll let you spend a night there and uh, capture anything paranormal. I've never heard of that location being haunted. The second floor of the Creekview restaurant is supposedly haunted. Uh, I've never felt any weird energy there, except maybe after my six tequila. Um, that's a very that's weird that's energy. I would. Tom. I'm sorry? Tom, just so you know now, he let my wife and myself and two other friends of ours spend four hours in there one night, the night before Halloween, uh, a few years back. And we had uh, EVP meters and stuff like that, but never, never got anything. Never heard any voices, heard any creaking, walking or anything like that. We were in there for like four hours. What a disappointment. You know, ghosts, uh, when you don't want them, they're underfoot. When you need them, yeah. they're nowhere to be found. Nope. No. All right. Thank disappointing. That's that's a great story. Thank you very much, uh, Dino. Um, I I love that story. I mean, the fact that it takes place uh, less than a mile from where I live makes it even more kind of cool. But uh, there are local paranormal groups. I'm not sure if we have anybody in those groups who listens uh, to this show, but you might get some good leads on places to contact. I'd never heard that the B Group newspaper building was haunted, but that guy's stories, look, I, I believe that he's experienced everything he has experienced. And if you have watched the Ghost Hunter show on TV, uh, the Scottish Castle, I believe it was, uh, stone steps, and there were absolutely the sounds of footsteps on a stone floor that seemed to be heading in the direction of the microphones. And at Old Fort Niagara, we actually captured the EVP of Boots walking on a stone floor and a door, a wooden door, a heavy-sounding wooden door, slamming. Now, even the scientist who was with us, who is a member of the Committee for Scientific Investigation of Claims of the Paranormal. His name was Charles Cazeau. He had no explanation. He could not scientifically or rationally come up with an explanation for those footsteps and the slamming door at Old Fort Niagara. He had nothing. We had a professional debunker with us. He couldn't debunk it. So I believe the story we just heard 
is along those lines. I, I believe that that guy experienced all those things. What are they? I don't know. I don't know if ghosts are intelligent and can have interactions with people. The ha-ha-ha would suggest that perhaps some of them are. Then again, I don't know if it's just energy that is trapped in a certain spot that goes through the same motions over and over and over again. I have no idea. In, in your experiences, have the ghosts you've experienced, uh, do you think they were aware that you were seeing them? Or do you think that it was just uh, residual energy or something? Um, I have no idea. My EVP, uh, the one that said, do you want me, clearly was intelligent because it was precisely when I asked the question, do you have anything you want to say? And this female voice, do you want me? Like, okay. So I do, I do think some of them at least are intelligent and they're in some other dimension. I have no idea what that dimension is, but uh, hey, it is what it is. Um, we'll all know someday what validity there is to these stories. Um, but if you, had a, if you had a chance to become a ghost, would you want to be a ghost? I mean, part of me would like to hang around and see what happens to the world. And the other part of me would want to, uh, you know, go fishing with Jesus or something. It is uh, 328 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Sounds like a country album, Fishing with Jesus, or maybe a punk rock band. Not entirely sure. But uh, I wonder why some people decide, if, if there's a conscious choice to it, why some people decide, okay, I'm going to hang out for a while, and other people, you never hear from them again. Just curious. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, that was kind of predictable. All right, this is the show that uh, I get asked about all year round by you guys. Hey, when are you doing the ghost show? And uh, today would be the day I'm doing the ghost show because Monday is Halloween. And to tell you the truth, I don't know if I'm going to be here or not. If I'm not, it's all about jury duty and nothing else. So that's the story there. So I promise you every year to do it. And I need to live up to my promises. So your real life ghost stories. And if you have a story, I would suggest, even though I don't like being on hold any more than you do, I would suggest calling in to get your place in line because uh, what always happens is by the end of the show, I get so many people that I have to send away disappointed and I feel really bad about that, but I cannot stretch time. Um, I don't even think Stephen Hawking knew how to stretch time. 
Uh, and nor do we do this show in multiverse. Uh, we only do this show in this universe right in the here and now. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. There may be an infinite number of universes, but there is not an infinite number of minutes uh, I can take. Let's go to, uh, which is probably a good thing. They'd have me working 24-7. Here's Dan on Grand Island. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hey, Tom. Yes, sir. I got a little story I uh, thought you might be interested in. Uh, about 10 years ago, I was in my dad's shop, and he had passed away a year prior. And at the end of the night, I decided, well, I'm just going to lock up, pour myself a glass of wine, and just end the night. Well, I apparently had swallowed wrong. It got some of the wine down my windpipe. It started to cough. Now I'm leaning against the window ledge and thinking to myself, well, this is the way it ends. <laughs> and just shortly after that, something shoved me back a couple of feet. And I'm still coughing, still trying to get it coughed out. And I got spun about 90 degrees and shoved again. And wound up flat on my back about six or eight foot across the shop floor. And? I wasn't coughing. So whatever it was had some kind of interest, you believe, in saving you, and apparently some kind of strong superpower. (laughs) Apparently. uh, You know, I got up, gathered my wits. Looked around and looked around and trying to think to myself, what did I just trip over? And the floor was completely clean. There was nothing I could have tripped on. And I was standing there. And the second time I got shoved, I was not moving. I was just standing there. And you're sure you weren't blacking out or going into convulsions, nothing like that? No, I it completely... Uh, you know, I'm thinking logically at the time. You know, here's here's something um, I I don't get. I mean, I'm, I almost choked to death once. I'm not going to bore you with that story, but uh, yeah. the just everybody should know the Heimlich maneuver and how to do it on yourself. Uh, you can look that up online at your leisure. But um, do you think it was your dad? It had to have been. It was his shop. I inherited all his stuff. Uh, I can't think of any other reason. I was alone. There's nobody around. It was late in the evening. I, it was just, I couldn't believe it. Have you uh, had anything happen since then? Uh, you know, I, I'm out, actually, I'm out in the building now. I, I At night, I'll hear things go bump in the night. Uh, things get rattled. Uh, oddly enough, I'll be walking out, out to get in my car. And once in a while, I'll get the uh, scent of a woman's perfume in the air. Hmm. What's that all about? I have no clue. Did your dad have a friend that nobody knew about? Uh, maybe. Um, that's uh, that's very interesting. The other thing I was going to say, though, is you said that you were drinking um, wine, and, and it went down the windpipe wrong. Did you really yeah. think that you were going to die from that? Uh, and the reason I bring that up is usually once a day I'm drinking something and it goes down the wrong pipe, but I've never felt like I was going to choke to death. Well, this, this time I thought to myself I'd really done it. 
Huh. Interesting. All right, Dan, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, and the Heimlich maneuver, you can definitely watch films of that. But I, I don't know. I've never, maybe some people out there listening have, I've never had the sensation that I was going to, that I was in imminent fear of losing my life from uh, swallowing something and having it go down the wrong pipe. It's happened a few times on the air, as you know, and it's very embarrassing, um, but it's just one of those things. Let's go back to the calls. It is your ghost show, the one that you asked me about all year long. Doing it today, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN, and Mike in North Tonawanda. Tis your turn. Go ahead, sir. Hey, Tom, how you doing? I'm good, but please stop moving around. <laughs> are, you, are you there? Mike in North Tonawanda, are you there? All right, we're going to try this uh, one more time here. Uh, it just seemed like uh, something was going on in the background. Um, if you're on hold and you're going to shuffle papers and stuff, try to get the shuffling done before you go on the air. All right, well, we lost the dude. I have no idea what was going on. Maybe the ghosts um, got into the machine. All right, that opens up a line for your ghost story. This is, again, this is the show you look forward to all year. I look forward to it all year. And if you do have a real-life ghost story, we certainly would like to hear it. I do suggest that you call in early because I always have to send people away um, disappointed. And when it comes to ghosts and the paranormal, um, why is it that some people seem to have all the luck and other people, such as myself, with the exception of the EVPs, I've never seen a ghost? Do you know how disappointed I am that I've never seen a ghost since I was a kid? I've wanted to see a ghost, but I have never seen a ghost. I feel so let down. My mom has seen a ghost. My mom is the most level um, person in the world. Nothing flusters her at all. But she was a little girl, field trip to the Buffalo Zoo. She saw her recently deceased grandmother sitting on a bench during the field trip, literally watched her and then watched her dematerialize. Oh, and here's the funny thing. Mom does not believe in ghosts. But, Mom, you saw a full apparition, and you still don't believe in ghosts? No, I do not. All righty, then. Um, she does believe in peanut butter, does not believe in peanut, uh, Peter Pan uh, or a Peter Pan haircut. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Mike in uh, North Tonawanda is next. Mike, you are on. Hello. Yes, hi, Tom. Uh, I got a really nice ghost story for you. Um, back in 1996, I lived in West Seneca, and my brothers and I, a couple of friends, were playing the Ouija board. So I set up candles all around it, and, you know, we started playing. It was probably all about 11, 12 o'clock at night. And uh, we got going with it. We found, you know, a couple, couple uh, ghosts on there. But the freaky thing about this is, okay, my stepmother died at age 28 back in uh, 1989, I believe. And we contacted her on the Ouija board. But her name was Cheryl, and underneath that, her name was not Cheryl. It was called Sarah. So I found out through my stepbrother that Cheryl had multiple personalities, and she was schizophrenic. And she would crawl underneath the bed. She had a day bed. And my stepbrother was like, um, Mommy, why are you crying? And she goes, I'm Mommy, I'm Sarah. And we contacted her on the Ouija board, okay? And then things got freaky after that. 
He's like, oh, my God, what's going on here? So I had my brother, myself, and two friends of mine. Well, these candles I had were solid glass candles. They split in half. And I had tea candle lights in it. And then all of a sudden, I had my open door, door slam shut right in front of us. And then all of a sudden, plates started flying out the cupboards. Cupboard doors opened up, and next thing you know, they just started flying out. We're like, this is freaky. And we all got scared out of our, you know, leaving daylights. I'm like, what's going on here? And then all of a sudden, the Ouija board started moving by itself with nobody's hands on the oracle. And it spelled out the word Sarah. And there's my ghost story. Okay, that is, um, if everything you've said is true, that is absolutely remarkable. How many witnesses do you have uh, to this event? I have five of them. Are they still around? I, I hope you call them and have at least one of them call into the show to corroborate what you've said. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's an ama- it's an amazing story. Usually, anytime somebody starts off with "we were playing with a Ouija board," it never ends up well. No, it does not. <laughs> we're scared. You know what? And, so, what did you do with the Ouija board after that uh, series of events? Well, we put it away. We hid it up in the attic for a while, and then um, we moved out to Chitawaga and. Um, there was a big, huge uh, winter storm out in Chitawaga, and my brother goes, get rid of that Ouija board. Next thing you know, I went out there, threw the Ouija board out in uh, bushes and everything, these big, huge pine trees, and you won't believe this. It's crazy. The Ouija board came back to me. I, I, I didn't know where I threw it. I just, you know, get rid of it. And every piece of that Ouija board I found, the oracle and everything, in like 10 feet of snow. It was crazy. Well, I mean, when you say it came back to you, that almost means that it uh, moved back into your hands of its own free will. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it knew. I, it, Is that what happened, though? I mean, it told me where to find it. Like, I'm, the pieces over here, the board's over there, and I found every little piece of it. But without all, the pieces, board, without all the pieces together, how could it tell you where it was? Oh, uh, I don't know. It was just some, like, omen that just sent me to every spot where it was because there was ten, at least 10 feet of snow on the ground. But if you were going to get rid of something, why would you just throw it in a bush? Why wouldn't you put it in a trash can and throw it away? I don't understand that either, but what I did was before I moved to Florida, um, I lived in Chidawaga. I buried the thing in the basement underneath the bottom stairs, and I haven't seen it since. All right. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you uh, very much. Uh, I, I don't know what to, what to make of that. There are some things I found interesting, some things that didn't make a lot of sense, but uh, I don't know. Maybe you've had experiences with uh, Ouija boards. Uh, and, and by the way, statistically, at least one of those people who is among the group that had Sarah throwing plates out of cupboards and making all kinds of mischief and ruckus should be listening to this show to call in to corroborate that because something like that you're not going to forget that's going to stay with you your entire life agree disagree I wouldn't forget something like that 803-0930 star 930 and 1-800-616-WBEN but if I was going to throw something out I just wouldn't throw it in the bushes I mean you know I'm going to throw it in a trash can and uh, do the appropriate thing the show for which you wait, it is the Bowerly Ghost Extravaganza. Your phone calls, your stories of hauntings and weird stuff along those lines. Michelle in Chictawaga, you are on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. How are you doing? It's a beautiful day. It's Friday. and It is a beautiful day. Well, back in, in the early 80s, I started working out at the Erie County home out in Alden, New York. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's a great big old building, and it's across the street from 
um, the prison. The place was built in the early 1900s. But when I started working there as a young kid, I would work in the old part of the building. There was two parts, uh, one that was built in the 70s and one that was built in the early 1900s. And on the second floor, I would, and I was, um, I was passing pills at the time. I was a nurse at the facility. I was passing pills at the time, and my med cart kept rolling away, and I was probably in the only flat spot in the entire facility. There was no reason for it to, to roll away. And I was like, Jesus, and I put it, I take it back, I put the brakes on it, and it would start rolling again. And then I started feeling a tugging on my on my leg. Now I'm 18 years old at this point. I feel a tugging on my leg and I'm hearing a giggling, but I'm not seeing anything. And then my med card starts rolling away again. So then I find out after the shift is over is that in the 1920s, uh, that part of the nursing home was actually the county poorhouse. And on the second floor, were women and children on the first floor were men but on the second floor were women and children very well that's very interesting because i believe it was the ghost show last year or the year before the erie county home and infirmary had come up as a place that was haunted um i, I seem to recall was was there a fire there uh yes there was there was a fire back um i don't remember where it was we've had a few there was a fire there when i worked there but it was just in the um elevator everybody got out okay uh is is the building itself itself still standing is it still a solid uh, structure with integrity yes. to it it is and if i could get somebody to get in there i would give the tour wow i would give the tour because the whole place is haunted it's not well the whole old building is haunted not i didn't have any issues in the new building but the old building a lot of stuff happened you'd get locked into rooms that didn't have locks the doors would slam from the inside when you're there's nobody else there i mean there was a lot of stuff and then you had the parking lot there was a third floor where the um the nurses and the doctors used to live way back in the day and you you couldn't get there. You had to have special keys to get there. The, the elevator wouldn't take you there. But you could go up there. Well, I got up there once, and there was nothing in there except really old wheelchairs and stuff like that. But that the one night I left, I'm looking up on the third floor of the windows, and all you see is a bunch of people walking back and forth. You know, silhouettes of people walking back and forth. But you can't you cannot get in there. Oh, how weird! The Erie County Home and Infirmary. Yep. That was a great place to work. I loved the place, but I'm telling you, there was a lot of stuff that happened out there. I seem to remember that coming up in a previous show, and people who broke in there uh, in an unauthorized fashion, it's permanently closed, um, they would break in in an unauthorized fashion and uh, and experience haunted stuff. Uh, Michelle, thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Um, you know, one of the things, and I, I bring this up every time we do this show every year, is what surprises me is we don't get more calls from people who work in nursing homes or in hospitals or, for that matter, in funeral homes reporting hauntings. Because think about this. If a ghost is going to hang around where its body is buried, wouldn't it probably be in the funeral home with itself? Wouldn't it probably be uh, at the hospital where he died? I mean... 
at what point, and I guess we'll never know this until uh, we know it, but at, at what point does a ghost make the conscious decision, all right, I'm going to hang around here for a while and have some fun and spy on people um, versus crossing over? And, of course, that means that it would have to be some intelligent uh, entity capable of thought. Um, so uh, we shall we shall see. All right. Well, I don't know where this time is going. But your uh, your calls, your ghost stories on News Radio 930 WBEN. And the only way to reach me is uh, via telephone. And I would suggest that you do it promptly so we get your story on because I, I hate leaving this show with a lot of people on hold knowing that, well, they could have got on, but they chose to wait until the very last minute, and now their story isn't going to be heard until next year. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. It's the Bowerly Ghost Extravaganza, annually Halloween on Monday night. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.